Columbus. Welcome back to Columbus Cast. I'm Laura. I'm Julia. And it has been officially a year. People have been saying like it's been a year for a while, but now today, March 10th, it's it's been a year since since so, COVID was first identified in like Ohio. I yeah, I think for everyone, like a year is marked differently because yeah. like in New York City, a year was about at earlier this month because they were freaking out long before long before us as in like three weeks before us but ohio was one of the early freak out states that wasn't we were like one of the first to shut down shut down yeah i remember specifically being in the office talking to my manager i remember specifically being in the office and talking to my manager and saying yeah we're gonna have lockdown like everything's gonna close and she like the look in her eyes, she had a straight up panic attack. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, they're going to close everything. And she was like, ah, and here we are a year later. So, um, so Julie and I did something that is some might call a fun exercise. Others might say it's cruel and unusual, but we went back to a year ago. Um, today it was actually, what was it? The 11th the or 11th. the 12th? Maybe? No, I think. I think it was the 11th. I think it was March 11th, 2020. We recorded an episode of Columbus Cast titled We're Okay. And um, we so we just like listened to it for fun and took notes on what we talked about a year ago today. Um, and it's, it's just laughable. It's like it's, quite comical. It's so sad, but it's at least we've come pretty far. But man, we... I don't think we've quite realized what if only we knew (laughs) what was gonna happen. Um yeah, so do you wanna talk about it? Um yeah, I haven't decided if I'm gonna like try to slice in clips from our old episode or not. But basically it (laughs) more and I were that was the last one we've done like in person. I was trying to think if that one was in person or not. Um, that one was because we were like, how are we going to figure out how to do this virtually? Because we can barely figure out how to do this in person because it would always take us. It was probably at my like apartment two apartments ago. <laughs> yeah, two apartments ago. Um, oh, but it was so weird to like think about. It was so long ago. But basically, we were talking about how DeWine had a press conference at like 2 p.m. That was like his first like wine with DeWine. Yeah. And that's where he really like limited mass gatherings. And we're like... I remember watching that at work. Like my whole team was like watching it at work at 2 p.m. Yeah. And he limited it to like 15 people. And we were like freaking out. Like 15 was so small. Like how is that going to happen? But then I think about it. It's like, I had had a birthday party like two weeks ago and I don't even remember how many people were there. (laughs) Not way more than 15. So back when I used to have like friends, now I can barely remember that time. I know where I didn't have to be like, Ooh, can I see this person? Who have they interacted with in the past couple days? (sighs) Um, simpler times. So I was laughing because we said there were four, total of four, counted on one hand, cases of uh, COVID active, like in the state of Ohio. And we were like freaking out. We were like, COVID's here. I called it the Corona cloud. It was really interesting because we were calling it the coronavirus. Like we weren't calling it COVID yet. We were just all calling it the coronavirus. Um, 
So that was a year ago today, there were four cases. And I'm trying to see if I can find like total number of cases. Oh, man. In Ohio today. Um, I think total, like, I don't know if this is in the last year. It just says total in, in Ohio. There were 982,000 cases. So in the past year, I guess we've had a lot more than four. Um, and this is really sad to see, like, the numbers. Um, but the total deaths in Ohio over the past year, according to this dashboard I'm looking at, is 17,662. Oof. I know. Yeah, so it puts a lot into perspective. I think, like, listening to it, listening to the podcast earlier today, I was... I obviously got sad because you think about all the things that like were missed in 2020, but you know, at the end of the day, we got through it and didn't get COVID that I know of, but some of the things like, um, for, yeah, that, that we know of (laughs) get that antibody test. We'll see. Comparison. Um, a year ago today, Julia was sad that she had just purchased tickets to the Blue Jackets game, and the Blue Jackets game wasn't canceled, but it was, like, close to spectators. Yeah, it eventually did get canceled. That was, like... Oh, that's right. It did. Because I think that Thursday was when, like, all the sports shut down. So I think we recorded on, like, Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, and then, like, two days later, when the Blue Jackets game was supposed to be, was when the NBA player found out, like, I forget what game that was, where then all the sports just shut down. But yeah, I was really, I was really bummed about that. And I kind of forgot in the midst of all that like 2020 had taken from me, that kind of fell off my radar. And then I got yeah. sad about it <laughs> today. The thing is, it was like just a week or two ago. No, I think it was just last week that um, sports um, venues opened up for 25% capacity. I yeah. And um, Blue Jackets are student rushing again, too, because I got a text about that. So um, I can... Um, potentially try a student rush again yeah it was uh, I was on a call today with a coworker who mentioned that they went to a blue jackets game for the first time um in a in a year so I mean masked and socially distanced of course and they were even talking about how there were videos like on the jumbotron during breaks that were like you may want to high five when the team gets a goal but you can't high five, so just smile with your mask on at the person next to you. Like, so weird. <clears throat> um, yeah. Okay. And then, like, oh, that Ohio was officially in a state of emergency. That was, like, announced in DeWine's, like, first press conference right. when we recorded this podcast. So we were in a state of emergency, but that was, like, before everything had shut down. So hence why we were hanging out in person. We hadn't been sent home from work yet um none of the bars had closed because ohio state was just told like to take a longer spring break yeah and threes was like trying to hold study tables which really like made me mad because i'm like okay so the library is closed but the bar is going to be open and you guys are safe (laughs) that's still like upsets me i wrote this down because it was i don't know it's just funny to me um, but you had mentioned how you were like mad at businesses trying to profit off of COVID. You're like, I can't believe that they're like selling vitamins. Like it's not going to help you. But yeah. Because of, like how many like businesses have profited off of like 
selling masks, like skims. That was such a controversy when like KKW or Kim Kardashian came out with like masks for skims. They're like, Lululemon sold a mask for $25 a piece. My friend bought three. She spent $75 on three masks. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, yeah, a lot of businesses really, really hurt during this time. We lost, yeah. a, lot, we lost a lot of businesses for sure. Yeah. And then, um, but the beginning of COVID before we really like knew how serious it was when you just had these, like you were getting all these emails of like, take these vitamins and buy yeah. these like products and stuff. And yeah. like threes being like, we're going to open up our bar at 11 a.m. to because threes is normally 21 plus I put that in prints or quotes because they'll take like a pizza hut gift card as an ID. <laughs> um, <laughs> or at least like twos did when I was in college, they, they were known for being, being pretty lenient. And then they're like, Oh, we're going to open up to 18 plus at 11 AM. So you guys can have a place to study. It's like, who's going to a bar to study? Also, who's going to a bar like during a pandemic to study? Yeah. It was just all around, just felt like very hasn't changed. Um what else? Oh, you went to the Lego pop-up bar the weekend before. Yeah. Complained about how expensive drinks were. I did. Well, it was like, I mean, for Ohio too, especially like $20 drink. No. Um and I just like, yeah, I just didn't like the fact that it was like ticketed and you had to buy a drink. Yeah. But definitely not a COVID friendly activity. We were well, there like just sticking our hands in the buckets and oh my God, Lego. Sharing Legos with a ton of strangers. Like I didn't even there was a that. ball pit. There was like a Lego ball pit type of thing that yeah, I like it. I went and sat in. And I was like, ha ha ha, I hope I don't get COVID. I um that's hilarious. I it, it, it as if it wasn't better. I went to Canada. Like I was literally at Niagara Falls. Not that I was like near a lot of people, but the thought of like I was that close to the border. I could have just no, should just know. gone right there. The Save the yourself. Been closed for like so long now. I know. I know. I keep thinking. I was like, where can I? I want to go to Canada. I was originally thinking, um, like. I think at Thanksgiving 2019, I was like, because I went to the Michigan game that year, the Ohio State Michigan game, which I'm very glad I did because of the outcome of this year. There's a lot of things that I'm glad I did. Um, But I was like, oh, I can go to Canada Thanksgiving next year because of where my um, Thanksgiving is held. It's closer to Niagara. I was like, yeah. And then next year, I'll just go to Canada. Well, next year came and I ate Arby's for Thanksgiving. So, oh my God, I forgot about that. <sighs> yep, that's about it. Oh, and then the one other thing that I wrote that I thought was hilarious is I think that in the um, episode a year ago, you, you, I don't remember if it was you or me, but someone said, oh no. And then I was like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> like the oh, TikTok no, no. song. And then I was like, can you remember life without TikTok? No, because I've, I was on TikTok like pre-COVID too. Really? Yeah. Well, I was on TikTok because I coached and they were all TikToking. Oh, okay. Because they were middle school. So I like had downloaded it at one point to see what it was. What was like before millennials joined? It was a lot more dancing. Yeah. It was a lot of dancing. Yeah. Well, it's funny because when, (laughs) 
I joined. Okay, this is like gonna be such nostalgia. There needs to be a word for like recent nostalgia. Um, that's like not deja vu. But I joined TikTok right after I had finished watching Tiger King, and so the dance that was really popular was Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. Can't convince me that. Wow, she's doing the whole dance right now. (laughs) Fed him to tigers or snacking. What's happening? Carol Baskin. Yeah. And that like brought me so much joy, like learning that dance. And then I think that was the first, last and only TikTok dance I ever did. Carol Baskin. What a time. I, I hate that I'm like nostalgic for, um, or whatever reach recently nostalgic for March of 2020. Like just how much you're like, oh, it'll only be a couple of weeks or even just in the beginning where it was just like, wow, it's kind of nice to work from home. I'm going to go for a walk and I'm going to like cook my meals instead of like having to like prep out all my lunches. Cause it takes so much time. Like yeah, the, the extra hour, you know, got back from commuting, like in those first couple of weeks was so nice and like yeah. refreshing. And then now I'm like, I don't you know. remember it because like my job went into like crisis mode and we had to like very quickly and severely handle the impacts of COVID like to our business. And so <clears throat> I was working from like 8 a.m. till midnight every night for like the first couple weeks in quarantine. And then I remember after that, I went through a period where I'm pretty sure I didn't leave my apartment for like a week straight. And I had like zero social interaction and then like burnt work burnout. Plus like it was, it was a perfect storm of like not goodness. It was just like, okay, this is time for a meltdown. So I think I don't want to go back to back to that time it's but it's super interesting because i feel like everyone has their own like interpretation of events it'd be really interesting to do like a storytelling and have like everyone recall like march 15th 2020 like where were you what were you doing because i feel like even though we all experienced this like shared pandemic that was happening everyone's experience was different Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everyone's experience continues to be different because you have people that are like, what pandemic? Like I'm, I'm traveling to eight different States and I've been in five weddings and I go to the bars every weekend. And then you have people who are like, like still haven't left, will not leave their house. Like, yeah. It's, um, it's bizarre. No, it's funny because I know I had a couple friends who like they, um, had occupational jobs. Like they were nurses but not essential nurses. And they were put on like paid leave for, you know, like the duration of um, like V1 quarantine or like lockdown. Yeah. I had, I knew like people like that too, who were sent to work from home, but their job could not be done from home. So they kind of got to like chill a little bit. Yeah. So I, there was like, for some people it was like a paid vacation and for others it was like and other people like lost their jobs obviously totally i mean that happened too like a lot of people not just in columbus but nationally got like like furloughed or laid off actually this is a really sad story so um one of my best friends from high school she had like quit her job and she was just about to start a new job in new york city and it was day two and then that's when they had lockdown and she got fired Thank you. I think she laughs about it now. Like she was able to qualify for um, unemployment, and 
all that jazz and like everything worked out and she's gainfully employed now and very happy with her job um she moved out of the city like new york city i feel like it's still closed down in a lot of ways um but yeah it's true yeah new york city like just got indoor dining back like last week it's it's crazy how different like each state is on where they are on this pandemic like yeah even comparing so like vaccine wise um Ohio, I think Ohio is like the first state or like one of the few states that we now have our threshold for vaccination is 50 plus. So anyone that's 50 or older is eligible. You don't have to have any pre-existing conditions or have any sort of occupational hazard. Um, Because like, so we're talking about New York and my parents are from New York. So that's just like what I'm, and I have a lot of family there. Um, They're still at 65 plus and like, they're still working on their essential workers and like their elder folks. Population-wise, I mean, they have more people, so obviously their demand is higher, too, and their supply is not as proportionate. Um, Yeah, and I feel like, too, you have a blue state where you have a lot more people willing to get the vaccine than a... True, too. Yeah, that makes a big difference because um, northern Ohio and just, like... The boonies of Ohio. I wouldn't call it the boonies, but like the the peripheral, not very suburban or rural areas, people um, aren't as inclined to get the vaccine. Get the vaccine, right? So, yeah, which in some regards, like I can get understand being a little bit yeah. afraid about it, but I think totally. once you read and I understand so, it. I, I had be. a conversation the other day with someone and they're like, you know, I, they were explaining how they could see from the perspective of not wanting to get it. And honestly, everyone is entitled to make their own decision. I feel like as long as you're making your decision based on facts and like actual data and you're not saying like, oh, it's going to microchip me because it's not mm-hmm. um, like, I don't feel like that's a valid reason for not wanting to get it. But like, there's always unknowns and there's always uncertains. And so I think as long as the people who want to and need to get the vaccine, then, then we're Gucci. Um, Between that and the amount of people who have like had COVID in the past, I'm not Dr. Anthony Fauci again, all Julia and I do here is speculate. We don't actually, you know, make conclusion based on like actual facts, just what we understand to be true. Um, but I feel like between people who get vaccinated and people who have had COVID, we will reach a solid enough level of herd immunity that we can, I don't even know what, I don't know. People keep saying like, okay, we're going to go back to normal soon. And I'm like, what is normal? That's not a thing. That's a thing of the past. Whatever life you used to have, it's gone. And that was a year ago, but it feels like it was like a lifetime ago. Um, and we have a new normal now, so yeah it's getting used to it it'll be it'll be good once like everyone's kind of vaccinated I think I actually like most of my friends I was I made a list today when I was on a walk of like all of my friends in Ohio and the majority of them have been vaccinated and or had COVID so I'm in a good spot for seeing people at least yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get the vaccine first, but right. getting there, I'm very, very close to being able to hang out inside with my friends, Matt Scoff, as soon as I get that vaccine. That song by, what's it, what's it called? The guy that's like the mask off song. I feel like that's like the party that's going to be like, this song is going to be like at the clubs. You're like, mask off. 
Okay, anyway, um, you can cut that part out. Um, I was just thinking, like, sitting here as we're recording this episode, we're, like, reflecting back on what we said a year ago. And I'm just thinking, like, if we listen to what we're saying right now a year from now, are we going to be like, oh, how naive are we to think that we were, you know, coming out of it or we'd never go back to normal? Or are we going to be like, remember that funny thing that happened? Like, that doesn't even seem like it happened. Like, I, it's just, there's so many unknowns. It could yeah. I'm hoping that a year from now it'll be like, wow, isn't it crazy how much has changed and for the good and everything's so nice and we... Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what I hope anymore. I just hope. We'll have so much money because we'll be on like stimulus check round 40 or whatever. <laughs> Small business loan number 18, like so many rounds of PPP loans and all of that jazz. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about Columbus this week? Yeah, let's there's some, there's some cool stuff going on. Um, that's the last thing I'll say about like the episode we recorded last year is we literally talked about COVID for like 10 minutes and they're like, okay, moving on. We're just going to talk about like whatever's going on. Oh, we just thought like, oh, coming up this weekend, you can go to X, Y, and Z. We're in a, we're in a state of emergency, but you can check out this new bar. Um, no. So I read something super cool published by 10 TV. Um, <clears throat> So Columbus is developing its first ever urban forestry master plan with the goal of expanding the tree canopy in Columbus. And like, when I read this article, I was just like, oh, this is why I love Columbus. Because we're proactive about stuff like this. So this project has three goals. Um, They want to reach a citywide tree canopy cover of 40%. They want to stop the net canopy loss. Um, and they want to invest in equitable canopy across neighborhoods. And this goal is by like 2030, which feels very close. So I guess compared to other, um, cities, Columbus is like not doing that well. We don't have as many trees as cities around us or something like that. Um, so Columbus, uh, Columbus is lagging behind its peer cities when it comes to canopy cover of trees, as city leaders city leaders want to change that. So I doesn't give any like statistics, but um, in part of this project, residents are able to weigh in on the master plan. Um, and lastly, this master plan, the um, it's the Columbus Rex um, Rec recreation and parks department i want to say parks and rec but i know <laughs> recreation and parks department um so they're the ones driving this and they believe that trees are really critical for residents quality of life um they help clean the air they're filtering the water they make walking around the city you know more bearable in terms of heat and per- like precipitation um and as our city continues to warm over coming decades, they're only going to become more important. So I'm glad we have um, departments that recognize this and it's awesome that they want the community to be involved. So we will post more um, information about that coming up on our Instagram at CBuscast. 
And so if you're looking out for that or you want to learn more about how to get engaged, we will uh, give you some info over there. But I saw that and I was just like, yes, Columbus, this is why I love this city. So. Yep. And then there's like things opening up, which is yeah. crazy. Switch Social is finally opening and that's an ice cream sandwich place. It's like the ice cream. Yeah, exactly. Their it looks good. Look really good. Have you seen it? Yeah. If you go to um, what's your coffee shop? Mission. Mission, Mission Annex. It's on Fourth Street, so it's right past. It's like right next to Huff Hearted, and that place has been under construction since I moved to Italian Village, and I have now since moved out of Italian Village. Okay, but you also lived in the Italian Village for like three months. Yeah, I know. No, it was six months, but still. Was it really six months? Yeah, I moved in in June, and I moved out in January. Wow, does not feel like that. <laughs> but it's right on 4th Street. Um, it opens next Wednesday, March 17th, which is also St. Patrick's Day. They will not have green beer. However, they will have green ice cream. So if you're looking for a new treat um, or you're just bored of your normal places, like there aren't enough options to get great treats in Columbus, you can check out Switch Social. Fourth Street. Yes. And then there's that fried chicken bang place yeah, that Laura sent me on Instagram that I don't know how we missed. It looks so good. It's like they have a few different pop-up locations, but I think like we probably missed it because they are like in Polaris-ish area. Um, but it's three sisters. Um, that make really good fried chicken, I guess. <laughs> That's all there is to it, fried chicken bang. Um, it seems like they were doing delivery, like, earlier this year type of thing. You know? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Every, um, I mean, everywhere was doing delivery, so it's hard right. to... Okay, that's true, I guess. What am I saying? Um, they have a delivery pickup business near Player's Fashion Place, um... And in the arena district, I guess. Ooh. So do that if you're for looking lunch. for some fried chicken, have you tried the um, McDonald's chicken sandwich yet? No, I have not. But I did see a commercial for it last night and I almost caved. And talking about it right now makes me really want fried chicken. Um, because I am like such a fan of the Popeye sandwich that I will never go back to Chick-fil-A. Like I'm over Chick-fil-A. Um, I'm a diehard Popeye's fan. It's actually so hard because there's a Popeye's, like, right on um, Dublin Granville, <clears throat> like, on my way home. Like, I pass it. I could walk to it if I wanted to. And I haven't had a chicken sandwich since I moved to this house, but I have to drive by it every day. And every day I have to con consciously make the decision that I don't want to eat the Popeye's fried chicken sandwich, so... I've never had the Popeye's fried chicken sandwich because every time we've tried to get it, they've been... Um... Out. I haven't been sold out for like months and months. Yeah, I know, but I'm never around a Popeye, so. Okay, well, come to my house someday when we're all vaccinated and we can have Popeye's fried chicken sandwiches. Oh, that sounds um, so good. If you're not into fried chicken, the Cheesecake Girl has two new spots. So they're opening up in Bud Dairy, um, Bud Dairy Co., and another place that I didn't write down. <clears throat> they're already open in um what's it called the hilliard like market thing right 
the Cheesecake Girl? I think so. Oh, is that where they are now? Yeah. I was excited to see that they're joining the Bud Dairy Co. And and the Bud oh, Dairy yeah, Co. opens in like a couple weeks. Yeah. Crazy. If you wanted to like really get go wild, you could go to Bud Dairy Co. And then you could walk to Swish sw- Sandwich Swish Social because it's they're both on fourth. And then you could start your beer air. You could start your ale trail, and you could just go to Seventh Sun and Hoofhearted, all on Fourth. Hoofhearted, and then when you're done with that, you can go to Little Rock for their sliders because their sliders are amazing. Oh, Little Rock is such a hidden gem. Ooh, I need to go there too. I have a gift card from there, actually. Did you buy it when they were doing the Shore North gift? Give back, yeah. That's so funny. It was one of my. It was one of my gift cards that was like random. I was oh. like, ooh. Perfect. They have really good, well, it's it's debated, it's heated. Depending on who you ask, they have really good buffalo chicken mac and cheese. I don't like things in my mac and cheese. Oh. She's I only like plain mac and cheese. Girl. Don't put bread in it. Don't put buffalo chicken. Do not put chick, like pulled pork in it. No. Just plain pulled mac pork. and cheese. <laughs> okay. Um... And then, so two last things. It's, that's all we have for you this week. Um, there's some new proposals for houses in German Village. Um, I don't get excited when I see things like this anymore because it's like it's just a proposal. Like it wasn't even approved, so mm-hmm. who knows if it'll happen. But I guess there's like a, an abandoned parking lot in German Village, and they, someone saw it and they're like, "Why don't we build houses there?" So. <laughs> Uh, I'm just like over those two because they're always like the brand new looking houses like they kind of did in Harrison West and um, on Fifth and stuff that we we did. The ones in Milan. Yeah. And they look really cute, but they just don't look right in the neighborhood. And there's too many on the plot. And I'm just not into it. If they were going to build like cute little brick houses that match the rest of German Village, then like maybe, but you know, they're not doing that. They're going to do the. Well, there were um some i don't know if they're new or if they're newly renovated but there's a few townhouses that are right off of fifth in german village like behind like if you're at the new doe mama and you walk down like i don't know what the side street is there um there's like a row of cute new well again i don't know if they're new or if they're renovated townhomes but they're brick so maybe through this like approval process the zone and vision plant division planning level committee will say you can build these houses if they're brick. Yeah. Hopefully they have to keep with like the theme of the neighborhood. And yeah. Again, don't forget, we talked about a couple weeks ago, how Columbus is um, rezoning a lot of the uh, land around. And if you want to be involved or learn more, you can do that. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> That's all I got for you. <laughs> I think the survey closed, um, but there's still a lot left to do. Like that was part one and there's more parts to come later this summer. So we'll keep you posted. Um, And if you are bored or if you like flowers and you want something to do, you can go check out the Columbus Dispatch Home and Garden Show. I was surprised to learn that they were doing it in person this year. I thought it was virtual. Um, But there were eight full days. It started last saturday and it runs until sunday the 14th they're doing contactless ticketing so you use your phone masks are required and there are additional safety measures i would presume they have like limited capacity as well um 
but you can go and see the home and I would I would think that it's just like the display. It's not as many like vendors and such, but uh, hmm. it's still going on. So there's lots of flowers. Wow. Well, that's that's the news and the review of. And it's hard to believe, but at the same time, incredibly easy to believe that it's been a year. Yes. Well, we'll catch you next week with hopefully a less melancholy episode. There's always more to look forward to, Columbus. Yes. Bye.